All right, so we're talking uh, Deja, Deja Q. Hey, everybody, welcome to uh, Sleep with CNG. And it looks like this episode came out February 5th, uh, 1990. So that's, wow, uh, mind-blowing. And it's episode three, or season three, episode 13. I needed a Q fix, even though the last episode was Q. Uh, it didn't like it, like it, we skipped one episode, I guess. Uh, but I said, geez, I, like, I need a little cue. I, I need a little cue in my life. Uh, I miss the cue. And so load it up now. Those of you that listen pretty regularly, when you're probably going to want to know about my setup is a little different tonight, but not that different. I, uh, I think my iPhone 4S is toast at the last update. I, like, I, I have yet to, I gotta find a, like an old, one of those old cords so I can plug it into my computer. Uh, cause it'd be great if I could just use it as a security camera if it's not totally toast. But I do, so I don't think I'll be using that anymore. But I talk about a electronics bargain. No, it was four years ago, maybe even five years ago. I bought one of these Amazon Fire tablets, uh, for my daughter. A uh, real small one. I think I paid somewhere around, uh, somewhere between fifty and seventy dollars for it, and it still might be one of the best. Uh, I don't think I, I've, I've definitely gotten like uh, like so much value out of this thing, and now I'm getting more value using it for the podcast tonight. Uh, so let's talk about Deja Q. It starts with the captain's log, a blue planet, an asteroid-like moon. Yeah, there's these people they're dealing with that they're trying to help, uh, the Enterprise. They're cargo pants, parka people. I called them the parka people because they wear parkas and cargo pants. And uh, they say, dude, like their moon is, uh, tra- tra- trajectory is deteriorating. This is Brial 4, the planet. And the, the atmosphere is going to take the moon, you know, it's going to take their moon down. And they say, geez, like, uh, it's going to mess our planet up. It's not going to be good. You know, so the Enterprise is trying to fix it. They got 29 hours, probably. And I uh, don't know. And then, so then Picard's in problem solving mode. He says, well, geez, what could we get to, what could we do? And, you know, to put the moon, put the moon back where it belongs. Uh, and Jordy says, oh, I don't think the tractor beam could do it. Uh, you know, we, we'd need more power, like an ant pushing a tricycle. Uh, slim chance at best. And Riker says, given a chance between slim and none, I'll take slim any day. And uh, Jordy says, uh, I thought there was one other good line in here. Because uh, I thought they said, well, uh, given the choice, which Riker stood when he said that. Uh, they say the mass of the moon would remain the same even if they blew it up. I think that was another question. And I said, holy Einstein. Data said that. that was, I would have never thought of that, but it's right. The mass of the moon would be the same. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but intact or unintact. But they say, you know, make it so. Let's try to move this thing. And they try to call other ships in. And Picard says to park people, we'll work on it. And then they try pushing it with a tractor beam, but they say, geez, it's not going too good. Uh, then they get this loud, also the, as they're working, this loud tinny music starts up, uh, very high pitched and getting louder and louder. 
And then we see Q floating in the nude on his side, almost like a model for like a, an oil painting. He's like lying there with his like, uh, like, like the camera's cloaking his parts. Like that became an issue later in the episode. We'll, we'll talk about that. But, uh, I said, who, which are, what, what is this? I can't think. I don't know if this was one of the Dutch masters that might have been painting him, but, uh, he falls and he falls and he's got this big grin on. And uh, what does this say? Red, red. Uh, oh, Q has a big grin. He says, red alert. Uh, and then there's music. I wondered if the music that I was playing was the Q theme, but I don't know if it was. Then the, the episode opens. Then there's captains like, GC, we're, we're trying to figure out this moon. And then Q showed up. Uh, so we figure Q's the, the cause of it. And then this is this say Jordy's uh, kissing butt. Uh, oh yeah, because he goes. Picard goes. Jordy, what's up? Jordy goes. Geez, we've done everything by the book and a little extra. We just need either more time or more power, but we're short on both. Uh, I'll look and see if there are any rules I haven't broken. I thought that was a little bit extra butt kissing. Uh, we've done everything by the book, a little extra. Then Q is there, his arms are crossed, he's pouting like a child. Uh, he's got, like, because he's got this jumpsuit on, which, uh, it doesn't hide everything. My daughter, unfortunately, was watching it, and she, the first thing she said is, she said, Dad, I could see his, uh, and I said, she said the, she said the, 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 the anatomy word for it, and I said, ah, I can't hear this, like, uh, and I said, I said, well, I'm not, and what do you say to that? You say, Jesus, like you just, I don't know, you could, could kind of see his uh, thing through his clothes. Uh, and I said, just, uh, I said, just don't look there, honey. I, I said, thanks. I said, Q's even up to tricks in my life. Uh, trickster God, my, my, uh, but yeah, I was blushing. I'm blushing now a little bit. Uh, but Q, Q doesn't like this episode, and Riker's like, Q, we know this is your thing. He goes, "What?" Do you, he goes, I don't like this outfit, and he goes, what are you blathering about, Riker? And they say, why don't you leave these Parker people alone? They're just trying to wear their part. you know, they're, they they have like a branding opportunity with one of these uh, outerwear clothing companies or something. And, you know, why you gotta leave, can't you leave them alone? And Q goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I get kicked out of the c- continuum. I'm being punished. And Picard goes, well, it sounds like punishment for me. And Q said, they said I spread chaos throughout the universe. They took away my powers. And he goes, do you, you don't believe me? Do you think I'd put myself in a human body? And Riker goes, yeah, yeah, if, if you wanted to. And then Q says, I stand before you defract, condemned to be a member of the lowest uh, species, a normal human being. Uh, hands on the Q stands, crews, a lot of the crew have their hands on their hips. Uh, uh, what are you blathering? Why? Oh, and then at some point, he cut, when he says human being, though, it cuts to Troy, which I thought was strange because she's not human. I think, is she half human or all? Is she half human, half beta right? I don't know who I'm asking. But they they said, geez, oh, she, Troy goes, you became human as your punishment? He goes, well, no, I chose to be a human. I could have been a sea a lizard or a Belzoidian flea, anything mortal. But I only had a second to pick. And she goes, why? Uh, and he goes, yeah, I picked here. And he goes, well, because John Luke's my only friend. 
And then Data's scanning him. He goes, sure, he's reading. He's fully human. And Q goes, is there an echo in here? Picard is his head, hands. This is 615. Uh, when he says, you're my only friend, Picard's got his hands in his head. There's head in his hands. And then Croy says, well, what do you want? And he goes, how about some compassion? And then they just get off the look. He goes, well, how about sanctuary? And Ricard goes, we're trying to deal with this moon. How about you do that? And Q's like, I got no power. And Q, Q the ordinary. And go, Ricard says, Q the liar. Q the misanthrope. And then Q says, Q the miserable. Q the desperate. What I, how can I convince you? And what Worf says, ice cold, he goes, uh, die. He goes, die. What do I do to convince you, die? And Riker laughs at this. Uh, and Q says, very clever. Have you eaten any good books lately, Worf? And Picard goes, you want to be treated human? Uh, get in the brig. And come on, you know, Q doesn't like that. And he goes, Worf could carry you. And he goes, no, no, I'll walk. Uh, he goes, I'm claustrophobic. Uh, and then they get in the lift, and uh, oh, also, uh, Worf, went, Worf was so delighted that he had to escort him out. He, he he pulled down his jacket. I didn't know if that was like an inside joke or if this was a necessary thing with all the jacket pulling down. I know I read something about it when I was reading about Picard's uniform, but like I've seen Wesley, Reich, I've seen everyone doing that, pull their uniform down. So I don't know if their uniforms bunch up or what. Uh, but then we see Worf and Q are walking down the hall, bored life. So we see Q has some, uh, British boots. Oh, we see like a full, a full shot. We see the brownish boots of Q. Then they're on the left. Q's arms are crossed. He's talking to himself about humanity. Uh, G6, like, uh, like, I can't believe I have to wear clothes because of human morality. He goes, it could be too hot or too cold. I'm going to get old, lose my hair, get sick, get tickled, have an inch, a pimple, pad, breath, bathe. Worf says, too bad. Uh, then they're in the hall, and Q tries to kiss up to, he says, what if I, I should have been a Klingon, huh? Yeah, he goes, I can't stay, he goes, you can't put me in the brig. I don't, he goes, he goes, I'm used to traveling the world, uh. He goes, since we're both Klingons, could you talk? I may be, and then Worf says, be quiet, uh, or go back where you came from. And then Q does it. He goes, I can't just disappear, just like you can't win a beauty contest. But the be quiet was very loud. Uh, then Picard and Riker are having a meeting. They're kind of trying to figure out what's up with the moon and how to proceed and what to do about Q. Oh, also, Worf locked Q in the break, but that was an M.M. So then Riker said, well, maybe, you know, Q's just testing us and he'll save the moon at the last minute. Uh, Riker said, this just could be a coincidence. And Riker says, you really believe Q? And Picard says, well, it's highly unlikely, but I think we should proceed that Q is telling the truth, that this powerless. Uh, and Riker says, great, uh, and then they call the thing, and they say, Jesus, now looking great, but we'll try to do something to the park of people. Uh, they say, Jesus, Jordy's not uh, that. And then, like, there's a flash on the ship, and then uh, they get Berthold raised or something. The ship's getting scanned uh, or probed or something. And then, the, like, some probe, circular globe goes around uh, um, Q's room.
Also, uh, Q, this is way back in the hall. Q, Q, when uh, Worf lost his patience, Q also touched Q, uh, Worf's shoulder. I forgot that for some reason. Also, I like how, like, Picard always says, well, geez, let's proceed as if he is telling the truth. Uh, like, let's try to move forward with the information we have. Uh, I thought that was great advice. Uh, uh, then Picard goes and visits Q, and, uh, like, uh, Q's sleeping, and, you know, first Q's playing around. Oh, you going to let me out now? And, you know, I mean, you know, got me locked up. I never saw the brig before either. So that was a little bit interesting. And Ricard's like, I just, I don't even, I need to know what's going on. We got this moon and uh, then we just got probed by some birth old radiation. And Q goes, I have my own thing. I fell asleep. Uh, he goes, I'm weak. Uh, and he goes, how do you deal with this? And Picard goes, you'll get used to it. And then Q says, what other dangers await me? I'm, I'm not prepared for this. I need guidance. And Picard goes, Q, I'm not going to play along with you. Uh, if you want to keep playing games, do it alone. And he goes, so leave. And Q goes, wait, wait, wait. He goes, uh, he goes, I know a lot of moons, big ones, little ones. I'm an expert. Uh, I could help you with the moon. Uh, also, I liked how at some point, uh, when he was getting on, uh, uh, like, uh, Picard says enough, he raises his hand up at, uh, Q. Uh, that's when Q says, geez, I wasn't aware that the moon was in trouble and he got probed. He took kind of more serious, uh, look, uh, this is getting on my nerves. Now that I have, uh, now that I have them, that's another good line. Uh, I've known moons. Then Picard kind of takes leave. He says, all right, I'll trust you. You go with data. And he goes, Data's in charge of you. You'll go down and work with Jordy. Then Picard takes off. Q's like, can I get a uniform? And Data's just kind of staring at him. He goes, what are you looking at? He goes, well, I'm trying to figure out if you're telling the truth uh, that you're human. And Q goes, it's awful. Now I can stub my toe. And Data says, it's an irony. You achieved in disgrace what I've always aspired to be. And then Q's kind of still, he goes, humans are such a such commonplace. They just run run around. They don't know what they're looking for. And Data says, the human race has an enduring, talk about, this is some human jingoism, but I guess, you know, Data uh, like loves humans. Says, yeah, the human has an enduring desire for knowledge and opportunities to improve itself. Uh, and Q goes, oh, yeah, you could improve yourself. Uh, you're a minor species anyway, humans are. Not worth your envy. And Data goes, oh, I'm not envious. Uh, and Q goes, he doesn't, he says, I don't feel envy. I don't feel anything at all. That's my dilemma. I have the curiosity of humans, and there are questions I won't have the answers to. Uh, I won't laugh or cry or experience any human emotions. And then Q says, Jesus, like, uh, they're, they're not what they're cracked up to be. Uh, then they go down to engineering. Jordy's really excited and intense about getting this solved. Uh, ten hours till they get the moons in pedigree or perigee. And they're trying to show Q uh, what's going on. They say, geez, we got one problem. You know, we're going to be too close to the atmosphere. And uh, Q says, this is incredible. It looks like he's looking at the screen. And they say, what do you see on the screen? He goes, no, no, my back. My back hurts. Uh he goes, what's the right thing to say? Ow. And he says, it can't. And so then they called. He says, I can't stand back up. So they called Dr. Crusher. 
And Jordy's like, I got bigger problems. We got to park a planet with people in trouble, like millions of people. And Q says, yeah, well, your plan's not going to work. Uh, he goes, you you need to look at the cause and not the symptom. And Jordy says, yeah, we don't know what it is. Uh, and Q says, it's obvious, a large object like a black hole passed by at a right angle. And Data says, well, what do we do? And he says, change the gravitational constant of the universe. And then you'll change the mass of the android. And Jordy says, we can't redefine gravity, bro. And Data says, yeah, we can't just do that. It's beyond our capabilities. And then Q goes, oh, huh, well, never mind then. And then Dr. Crusher shows up. Uh, and Q, see, he goes, oh, hey, Dr. Crusher, you're still working with these humans, which made me think that they know each other from pre-Enterprise days. Uh, she comes in. He says, they see Starfleet shipped you back into exile. And then she goes, well, I wouldn't believe it unless I saw it with my own eyes. You got uh, muscle spasms. So she gives him like a back rub with some sort of device. Uh, and Jordy's kind of taken and tweaked Q's idea meanwhile. Meanwhile, Q's like, I got some pains in my stomach. And Crusher's like, those are hunger pains. And then Q and Data go to uh, 10 forward or whatever. They sit at the bar. And Data, Q says, well, geez, I got to eat something. Uh, what do I do? And Data says, well, people choose what they want to eat by what they like. And, and Q says, what do you like? And Data goes, well, I don't require sustenance. I occasionally ingest a semi-organic nutrient suspension and silicon-based liquid medium. And Q goes, is it good? He goes, it is more accurate to say it is good for me as it lubricates my biofunctions. And Q goes, pass. And then he says, well, what, you go to, to, he says, what should I eat, Data? And Data says, well, it, it depends on your mood. And he goes, I'm in a bad mood. Give me something appropriate. And Data says, well, when Counselor Troy's not happy, she eats chocolate uh, Sunday, maybe. So Q goes, give me 10 Sundays. My, my daughter thought that was hilarious. So did I. And the waitress says, 10 and Data says, I've never seen anyone eat 10 chocolate sundaes. And Q goes, well, I'm in a really bad mood. And since I've never eaten before, I'm probably hungry. And so that's funny. Then Guinan rolls in, and there's dramatic music, and she's got her hands on her hips, and uh, uh, they, you can tell they don't like each other. She goes, they finally kicked you out. Uh, and he goes, no, it's a career change. And she goes, uh, no, you just one of the crew now. And he goes, one of the crew with the IQ of 2005. And Data goes, we don't know if he's lying or not. And Guinan pokes him. So then he says, ouch. Uh, and she goes, seems human enough to me. And then Q goes, I, you know, I don't know why she gets to be a member of the crew and I don't. Uh, she's no good. And Guinan goes, yeah, it must not be great for you. Totally defenseless All these after all these years of being uh, om omnipotent. Uh, and Q goes, I have friends in high places. And Guinan goes, you went around bullying people and teasing people and uh, enjoying that. Uh, and then Q goes, well, maybe I'll do some missionary work. And Data thought he's serious. He goes, that's noble. Gany says, maybe you could learn from Data. And he goes, the robot who teaches humanities. And Data says, dude, I'm an android, not a robot. And uh, Q says, I beg your pardon. And then she goes, get used to it, you know, apologizing. She goes, the only way you're going to make it is through the charity of others uh, to Q. And then Q says, I'm not hungry. 
then on the on the uh, bridge, there's like this weird plasma cloud outside. Uh, Q doesn't eat his Sundays. He says, "Did I say that already?" He says, "I'm not hungry." And they see this cloud. They say, "Jesus, it's a life form, uh, and it's probing the ship. It's the one with the tachyons. It's sending a signal, but we can't understand it. But it's definitely intelligent life." Uh, and uh, a talk by oh yeah, it was like kind of eight bit sound effects. Uh, kind of everyone's watching as it goes around the ship. A guy that knows who it is. She says the Mitochondrians or something. Uh, I get their name written somewhere, but uh, they send in a glo- globe after Q, and Data tries to board it, b- b- help him because it tries to get float Q away. And Jordy tries some harmonics or something. Oh no, that like that time it doesn't float Q away. I don't think. Uh, and Q says, oh, help me. And then he falls down. And then Guinan stands over from, oh, how the mighty have fallen. So then we have Captain's Log. Uh, we're having a face-off with the crowd. Uh, you know, this uh, Callum Moraine. And they probably have a grievance with Q. No doubt many life forms do. And Q goes, yeah, these, he, there's a close-up of Q tapping his fingers. And they're having a meeting, like, in the staff room. I liked the close-up of the fingers, and uh, he says, yeah, these are like ion creatures, and they don't have any sense of humor. And Picard goes, why are they mad at you? And he goes, there's nothing. And then Riker goes, did you bully them? And Q goes, that's subjective. One torment is another's delight. Uh, he goes, you don't have, you go, he goes, uh, Riker, you have a, a character flaw, low self-humor or something. Riker goes, let's turn him over. And then Q goes, oh, yeah, maybe you do have a sense of humor. It's dreadful. And Riker goes, no, I'm serious. Uh, and Picard goes, you came here because you knew people were going to be after you. You came here for protection. And Riker's got his hands behind his back. He's kind of standing over and behind Q. And Picard says, you got all these enemies, and you bring them all here. You say you're a friend, but that's you're really here uh, to use us. And Q goes, well, I know human beings. He goes, yo, I got all that compassion, forgiveness. Uh, can't wait to absolve any offense. It's a weakness. Picard goes, it's a strength. And he goes, Q goes, whatever, uh, but I think you'll protect me. And Rick goes, that sounds like a full-time job, not the one I signed up for. And Picard goes, yeah, yeah, I don't want to deal with this. Uh, we're going to drop you off at the first star base, and they can deal with it. And Q goes, well, I'm a valuable member of the team. And Data goes, well, he did have some ideas. Uh, and I don't think Troy liked that. She goes, uh, are, what are you, advocating for Q, Data? And he goes, no, no, I'm stating a fact, Counselor. And they call down to Jordy, and Jordy needs some help. So they say, well, we could get down there and help Jordy, I guess. Also, they did a shot of Troy when they when he says human compassion, because she's like the compassion, face of compassion, and when Riker said full-time job, Q really grimaced on that one. So Q wants to be on the team. Like I said, Data has his back. Uh, so Q and Data go on the case. They're in the hall. Q goes, well, they think I can't cut it. I'll show them. And Data goes, well, I don't think it's your skills in doubt, uh, Q. It's more your ability to interact. Uh, Data could have been saying this to me uh, with the minions, as you call them. 
and uh, he, he goes, human interpersonal relationships are complex, uh, complex. and he goes, I'm not interested in human interpersonal relationships. I just want to be indispensable. And then on the turbo lift data says, well, to be on a starship or any human activity, you must form relationships. Uh, and Q, just like it's, uh, it's so hard. And more important is your ability to work with groups. And Q, much like me, said, I'm not good in groups. Uh, it's difficult working in a group when you're omnipotent. So very uh, ego-based uh uh, like stark uh, examples of our some of our negative egos and positive egos. Um, let's see, very ego representative. Uh, me, I don't know what Q says. Me, double question mark. Uh, let's see, the Empire's on the phone with the uh, park of people, and they're kind of putting. They see Picard, you're our only hope. You got to get on this. Uh, and they say, well, you know, no pressure. If you can't save us, you can't save us. Whatever the results are, we know you tried. And they see the Cal Moraine are waiting. So they say, geez, we got to lower our shields to complete the plan. And then they roll into engineering and Q's like collapsing his hands like he's the leader. He's like, all right, everyone, gather around uh, like the delusional coach. And Jordy goes, everybody knows what they're doing already, Q, except for you. And here's what I need. And Q still resists. He says, Jordy, I'm way smarter than you, like a billion times, so just get out of the way. And he goes, I just need you to control the field integrity. And Q goes, that would be a waste of my talent. You know, we've all worked in this situation before. And Jordy says, Q, get to work or get out of here. Uh, uh, Data, I need you with me. And Q goes, you know, Q's sulking. Who does he think he is? And Data goes, uh, Jordy's in charge. Uh, he's correct. Uh, so then they start moving the uh, thing, and it's going good. And uh, they're engaging the tractor beam, Q sulking. Uh, but then they kind of run into something, and Q goes, well, uh, there's uh, he goes, there's two inertial densities. Uh, you got to figure out that the moon has two different densities. Uh and Jordy goes, oh, okay, I can probably adjust this. And Q says, doubtful. And Jordy goes, you don't know what this ship can do, mister. And Jordy goes, I believe it'll work. Uh, let's let's do it. And Q goes, Q's kind of like, well, it might not work, Jordy. And he crosses his arms. Jordy goes, shut up, Q. And Q goes, I won't be spoken to. You know, they go back and forth. Uh but then it starts working, and uh, they're moving the moon. They get to move like 3%, and then the Calmarine come after them. And then they get knocked into the atmosphere. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's good close-ups on Q during this. Teamwork with the bridge is very good while Q's sulking. Uh, Q's acting like a baby. So, yeah, the Calmarine mess with them. They overpower the shields. Uh and then they send in a globe to get Q, like a floating orb. And they try to lift him up, but Data Lake holds on to one of his legs uh, to rescue him. And he holds him in place uh, as he's being pulled away. Uh, but then they fix the shields, and uh, Data and Q are both out of it a little bit. And then there's an ad. Uh, then we go back to the sick bay and or med bay. Jordy and Riker are there. They're trying to reset data. They're like, we got to do a reset, you know, reboot, reboot them. 
And Q's trying to be downplay everything. He goes, oh, let's just, let's not overstate it here. He goes, I'm, I'm fine. And he goes, you're not excited that I'm fine. And Ricard says, you've exceeded your own standards of self-preoccupation. You're not worried about data who saved your butts. And Q goes, he'll be fine. And then Crusher goes, everybody get out of here. Um, and they say, okay, well, we got to get back to work on this moon, I guess, even Jordy. Uh, and they say, well, as soon as we go to work on it, they're going to come after Q. And Jordy says, Commander, he's not worth it. Then Q goes into Picard's office. He's, Picard's drinking some Earl Grey, and uh, Q sits at his desk. He's been thinking about more mortality. And he goes, you're right. He actually apologizes. He goes, I'm, I was selfish. He goes, it just that's how I'm used to doing things. And Picard goes, well, it doesn't work here. And uh, he goes, don't be so hard on me. He goes, you've been mortal your whole life. Uh, you know all about it. He goes, I'm just getting used to it. Uh, because if it wasn't for data, I would have been out. He goes, I'd have been mortality over. And he goes, no one would have missed me. No more me. And he goes, why was data trying to help me? And Ricard goes, that's his special nature. He's learned the lessons of humanity well. And Ricard goes, well, when I asked myself, I, would, I mean, when Q says, would I, would I have done the same thing? He goes, I, yeah, he goes, I don't think I would have, uh, Ricard's and I have, he goes, I'm not your father confessor. You're going to get no absolution from me. You've done nothing but mess with me and my crew. And I'm still thinking this is some puerile joke of yours. And Kyo goes, it's no joke. It's a joke on me, the joke of the universe, the king who would be a man. And as I learn what it is to be human, I'm more and more convinced I'm not a good one. I don't want to have what it takes. Without my powers, I'm frightened of everything. I'm a coward, I'm miserable, and I can't go on. Uh, also, puerile, uh, which I didn't realize is P-U-E-R, is a silly, childish, or uh, juvenile. I don't know what P-U-E-R is. either something in Latin or Spanish. I can't remember uh, which one. But So that was interesting. Uh, let's see. So, I mean, just an interesting word, puerile. Um so he goes, oh, let's see, I'm a coward, I'm miserable, I can't go on this way. He storms out, and Picard just takes a long sip of tea. And then Q marches into the med bay as Data's getting scanned, and they say, well, geez, Data can't talk, his language circuits are still reboating. And Q, like, leans right down to Data, uh, and he almost whispers to him, he's, like, bowing, uh, talking right to Data, and he says, uh, uh, there's creatures in the universe who would be like love to be an android, no feelings, no emotion, no pain, and yet you covet the human humanity because you're missing nothing. But if it means anything, you're a better human than me. Uh, then Q goes and gets on a shuttle. Oh wait, when he says that, when he leaves, Data turns around and looks right at Jordy and Crusher. Uh, so Q goes and gets a shuttle. Worf says, hey, Picard, somebody's got a shuttle. They call. Q's on the shuttle. He said, hey, I'm going to go to the Cal Moraine and give myself up to them. Uh, don't fall. He goes, uh, they will, they will, it'll be easier. They won't bother you. And even Riker says, get ready with the shields. Uh, clouds are moving towards it. Uh, and Q says, don't fall in the cliche of uh, saving me in the nick of time. I don't want to be rescued. I've been a failure as a human. He goes, maybe this will give me a little dignity saving all of you. 
And Picard goes, there's no dignity in this. Uh, this is kind of the easy way out. Uh, you know, self-sacrifice. Uh, but Q kind of says this piece, uh, he goes, otherwise I would have been, you know, he goes, uh, he goes, okay, well then I'm a coward. Uh, so be it. He goes, I would have been bored as a human anyway. And then Picard says, well, we got to save Q. Uh, so then they try everything to save it, but it's all being blocked. Uh, they can't figure out no tractor beam, you know, no, uh, nothing's working. None, none of the mechanisms, no tractor beam, none of the transporters, nothing. Even when, you know, the, Q, the crew is like rolling their eyes during Q's speech, including Riker. And right before they save him, kind of Q and Riker share a look of like, I don't know if it's bemusement or what, uh, like right before they save him. Uh, then there's an ad break, and after the ad break, uh, the cloud's about to catch him, but then, uh, oh, Riker also says, what the hell, when they can't get anything working. Earlier, uh, Picard had said, what the devil, I think. Uh, so get our what the hell out of Riker. Oh, and then this, so Q's on the shuttle, then another Q comes, and he says, not bad, Q. And then he says, hey, Q, not bad, not, no, he goes, not bad, Q, not great, but not bad. And this Q has never been human, so he's like, like what's he's dressed as he he's dressed as a human. I think it was a dude from L.A. Law. I'll look it up in a second. And he says, "You're what are you doing?" Q, the other Q, our, our Q says, "Q," and he says, "What are you doing? You're, you're being selfless for these humans." And he says, "Nah, nah. He's just trying to get it. You stop being human because it kind of stinks. Uh, not that great." Yeah, so this is Corbin Burnson. He's another L.A. He was on L.A. Law. I guess a show I've never se- seen before. A very famous actor. Uh, uh, very beloved. Uh, like Heartthrob, I think, uh, in the 80s. Uh, I mean, probably still a Heartthrob. I mean, that's taking away his heartthrobbiness. But uh, he does really good here. Very, uh, very funny. Um, but he says, hey, he says, oh, he goes, uh, this is dreadful, these outfits. And he goes, well, what are you doing here? He goes, I've been keeping an eye on you. And RQ says, I always thought you were on my side. He goes, no, no, I was the one who told on you and had you kicked out. He goes, because you're incorrigible. This is, I wonder if people who watch Star Trek do better on the SAT. I would bet they do. He goes, lost cause. He goes, every solar system, I have to apologize for you. And he goes, I didn't misplace an asteroid belt. Uh, and there's a lot of physical humor with uh, Q, this other Q getting used to his hands. And he goes, hey, this isn't about me. It's about you. I got other stuff I got to do, but I was keeping an eye on you to see if you're going to cause trouble, even as a human. And Q, our Q says, hey, yeah, I'm sorry. I hope I was entertaining you. And Corbin Burnson Q says, uh, geez, I think uh, these humans are interesting. He goes, I, I understand why you keep checking them out. Uh, they're still trying to protect you. They tried to beam you back or up or whatever they call it. And Q's like, really? And he goes, yeah, but I stopped them. And Q goes, fine, when the Calamarine are done, you can take off. And Corbin Burns and Q says, well, there's the problem. You, you, you did a selfless act, so we got to kind of let you back in. And RQ says, I've learned my lesson. And uh, Corbin Burns and Q says, remember, all-knowing, all-seeing. He goes, uh, well, he's fine. Here's your powers back. Uh, 
Now try to stay out of trouble. And now Q is like so pleased with himself. His face is like uh, orgasmically ecstatic. Uh, this is at like 39 minutes, 3930. Uh, really, really. Uh, what does this say? Q snaps into four pip. Uh, unfamiliar then snaps. Uh, I don't know what that means. Oh, no. As soon as the other Q leaves, he snaps. He uses powers to put into a four pip. Like, so I think that's, uh, whatever Jean Luc is, four pips on his neck, uh, a uniform, like a commander. A commander Jean Luc Picard, right? Uh, then he snaps the Calamarain cloud into his hand, shrunk down, and he says, You're busted. But then the Corbin Bernson Q says, Q, I'm watching you. Uh, and he goes, oh, no, I was just saying goodbye to the Calamarine. Don't worry. Uh, then we get back to the uh, Enterprise bridge, and then they say, okay, the aliens are gone, the shuttle's gone. And Riker says, okay, check everything. And Data says, yeah, it's good, they're gone. And Picard says, well, it's the end of Q. Oh, yeah, there's a, the Delhi Law guy did jazz hands. I guess I thought about it. I didn't put that. Uh, yeah, Q sits up. Uh, Anything else? I'm so pleased with himself and his victory. Uh, he goes, oh, the tricksters learned a lesson. I, I think I, that was just my own notes. Uh, he blows the uh, Calamarine out of his hand. Then, uh, So then Q shows up. As soon as they think Q's gone, he shows up uh, with a mariachi band. And, a, and he says, oh, mon capitan. And then he plays the trumpet and dances around. And then he snaps and cigars appear and... Uh, Picard and Riker's hands or mouths. Uh, Au contraire, mon capitaine, he's back. That's what the first thing Q says. Uh, and he says, I'm forgiven. I'm immortal again. I'm omnipotent again. And Riker says, great. And Q says, don't fret, Riker. My good fortune is your good fortune. And he snaps, and then there's two women at Riker's side. And Riker says, I don't need your fantasy women. And Q goes, you're so stolid, Commander. He goes, he goes, it must be the beard or something like that. Uh, yeah, he goes, you weren't like that before, the beard. And he snaps, and uh, two women appear next to Worf, who kind of looks frightened. And then Riker goes, Q, with a capital loud. Uh, he goes, uh, but Q says, I feel like celebrating. And Picard says, I don't. And then Q goes, okay. So then he vanishes the women and Picard says, all of it, and then he vanishes the mariachi band. And Picard says, now at the risk of being rude, and Q goes, yeah, 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 I know I've been, uh, uh, he, he does this double hand kiss goodbye. He goes, yeah, I know I've overseed my welcome. He goes, you have my everlasting gratitude until next time. And he goes, I have one debt to repay, my professor of humanities. He goes, I got something special for you. And Data goes, you don't need to make me human, Q. And he goes, no, 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 I wouldn't do that. Uh, think of it as a going away presence. And then Q vanishes and Data just starts cracking up. This is at, uh, let's see, let me get to the start of it here. Uh, about uh, 4225, uh, uh, Data just starts, uh, he goes, she just starts, first he's like pausing and then he starts like hiccuping, laughing. And then he starts laughing uncontrollably, like, uh, uh, really good, like, throwing his head back, holding his chest. Uh, the whole crew is like, what in the heck? Uh, Jordy's like, Data? 
Then Data catches his breath for a second. Then he cracks up again uncontrollably. And Q says, or uh, Jordy says, what are you laughing about? And Data kind of says, uh, um, uh, and then he goes, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, he goes, but it was a wonderful feeling. And he was laughing so hard, even Troy was giggling. Uh, come Sturgent, I don't know what that says. Come Sturgent, who cracks up, goes straight, cracks up again, makes Troy giggle. Come straight, maybe that is. And they say, yeah, I don't know what was left, but it felt great. Then the park people call. They say, our moon's back on course. Uh, and they say, we got our parkas, and you've done it again, Captain Picard. And he goes, what? And they say, yeah, we got our moon in a round orbit now. And Picard says, Data, what do you think? And Data goes, I don't know. Uh, and then Picard says, well, let's head to uh, Nagala 4, the space station, and he goes, maybe, Picard sits down, he goes, maybe there's a residue of humanity in Q after all. And then uh, Picard, uh, yeah, a cigar appears in Picard's mouth. He also pulled his shirt down right when he sat down. And then in the smoke of the cigar is Q's face, and he goes, don't bet on it, Picard. Uh, like, and I think, I don't think he had clothes on, even though it was his head, I just felt like he didn't have clothes on. And the episode comes to a close. Uh, so another trip, uh, to another generation with, this was, Q was definitely less antagonistic in this one, I guess, cause the tables were turned, but it just seemed like his streak, it was more passive aggressive mean than the last one, like hiding Q, I think was the last one I watched where I just like, uh. I don't know. John Delancey really is delightful uh, in this role, though. And uh, that's it. All right. Uh, Good night.